In this episode, we're going to cover market research using AI and Zapier plus ChatGPT automations. I spoke with Bo Peter Lannon about generative AI and its marketing use cases because let's face it, that is kind of the future of a lot of work for marketers. Bo Peter is a growth marketing consultant who helps online creators set up new marketing strategies. And today we are going to talk all things generative AI and dive really deep into the prompts that he's using for a lot of different things for his marketing clients. So let's dive right into the episode. Let's talk generative AI today and really dive deep into some of the cool things that you're using ChatGPT to do on the marketing side. And one thing that that I know you do is market research, but that's that's a pretty broad thing. And I'm just curious if you could break it down like when you're thinking through how can I use AI to do something as complex as market research, what are the components going into that and what's your framework for actually doing that? Absolutely. So Whenever I want to make a piece of content or create a marketing campaign for a new client, especially, I really need to get to know their customer, right? Who is their target audience? What are they saying? And most importantly, what language are they using to describe their problems, their ambitions, their objections, all of this stuff, right? And more or less, every client has some idea. Every marketing client I work with has some idea of who that target audience is but they haven't always done the extra mile to know exactly what their customers are saying, right? It is something I used to do manually, just collect all the reviews, like look at surveys, look at questionnaires, look at customer reviews of the client, look at reviews of their competitors, look at Reddit posts, look at YouTube comments, literally anything that their target audience might have said about a specific problem that they're facing related to target product, right? Now with ChatGPT, what I can do is way faster because instead of having to sit there and collate everything in a spreadsheet and get a good idea of what it is that a client, client's customers are saying, I can create customer reviews from Amazon, YouTube, Google Business, wherever and whenever, use surveys from the customer, their client, what the customer has said themselves, and now put that into ChatGPT or OpenAI and say, hey, I want to know Pretend like you're a market researcher. I'm giving you customer reviews and I want to understand customer pain points, desires, objections, solutions. Summarize all these reviews. Give me clear examples of the language that you're using and put this all in a bullet point format, right? And I can just keep doing that over and over again until I feel like I'm confident. I can ask ChatGPT to say how many times have this come up in all these customer reviews. And now I can make marketing copy that speaks directly to the client's customers without having to do the guesswork. I am confident that I know that I'm getting the right content and speaking directly to their problems. So for that process, are you breaking that down by very into very small parts? So like identifying pain points, for example, or do you have a specific prompt that you're using to do that part only, and then you compile it? And then after that, you go on to the next thing and say, all right, now I want to talk about who the target audience is or whatever. Is it broken down by parts like that? So I can do it in two different ways, but I would say generally, no, I'm approaching this, trying to get all of the aspects all at once. And like I said, there's two different ways that I can do this. So either I can, my prompt is actually basically what I told you is pretend you are a market researcher. And you're using customer reviews to understand customer pain points, desires, and the solutions that they're looking for related to XYZ, right? 
Summarize the reviews below in bullet point format for each of the emotions that we want to understand. All of the reviews, as much input as I can do. Then I'll spit something out. I give the next maximum input. Do that a couple times until I say, okay, now go back through this entire conversation and tally up how many times each of these things was said and write one final summary document. And uh, it seems that ChatGPT4 is able to actually continuously take in more and more input. It seems like OpenAI team is working on that in the background. So I can continue to make these conversations pretty large. Another tool that I often use is when I scrape all of these reviews, often it's in a Google spreadsheet. And before I go further, I just want to say to everybody who's listening, if you don't have an opening AI API key yet, stop what you're doing right now. Go to your OpenAI account and get yourself an API key. Why? Because you can integrate it with all sorts of tools, Zapier included. I know we're going to talk about that later, but you can also integrate it directly into your Google spreadsheet. So now let's say I've got all of these Google reviews or whatever. I can make a GPT prompt exactly in my, in my spreadsheet and say, analyze what this review is about, the pain point, the desire, and put those in different columns. And then now I can... Again, use ChatGPT in the same way, a bit more of a methodical way and say, okay, how many times are this really coming up? And we have every single row telling us exactly what that is. And so that gives me a plethora of things to choose from whenever I need it to, again, make the marketing content and copy that I'm looking for. On the, I want to talk the front end of this process and the back end as well. So on the front end, when you're talking about scraping reviews and things like that, are you using AI or any other tools at this point to do that part of it? or more manually putting that together and then using AI after? So I'm not using AI for that part yet. I would love to see where we can go with that, but I'm not a coder. I would love to learn Python at this point so that I could use ChatGPT for these things, but I'm just going to your run-in-a-mill scraping tools. There's a lot of them out there, Outsourcer or Outscraper or something like that. Really easy. You make an account, you put in the links you want, and you get all the reviews into a spreadsheet. Super easy. No, I'm not using AI there yet. And then on the flip side of it, once you have these big summaries of pain points and desires and mm. talking points, messaging, positioning, all these different things, in what ways are you using that information after? What does it usually look like when you take what the AI has given you? What are the next steps for how you use that information? Yeah, this is a great question. I think where a lot of people go wrong when it comes to using ChatGPT is they say something like, write me a landing page for XYZ product. It's not enough, right? You have to ask it, pretend you're a copywriter, an expert direct, like in direct response style of writing, tone of voice, et cetera. These are all things that you got to get context on. Now that I have the pain points and desires, I could, let's say I have an email that converted really well, but I want to experiment with different pain points. I can ask ChatGPT to write, rewrite a new email using emotions, ideas, and characteristics related to the avatar, but write it for this pain point and write it for this desire, right? And so I can easily create that new email using those pain points or the desires that I've come up with. So yeah, that's one way to do it. Again, if I did it in the spreadsheet, I could make a list of the different desires, give that input for the email, and then write. 50 emails in one go for all those different pain points and then choose what I like best and continue it. One thing you mentioned in there is this concept of an avatar, which we're all familiar with at this point, but I know that you, beyond just mar overall market research, diving into that person within the market that you really want to target, 
what are some tips or tricks for using AI to compile a really holistic profile or blueprint around those avatars? Yeah, the process that I've lined out for using customer reviews to get the pain points and desires, you can, of course, get a m number of criteria to ask ChatGPT to analyze those for you. And then once you've got those different pain points, desires, basically you can say, hey, ChatGPT, here's all this context. Here's all this information about the top pain points, the desires, the things that are bothering the target customer, stuff that they want, but they don't need the objections, everything that they can't come over. Here's all the information that I have correct that target avatar customer so that let's say the prompt that you give it so that a human writer can speak directly to this target audience. And then it will create that target avatar for you. Now, what do you do next? You take that target avatar, put it back into chat GPT for whatever you want to write and say, write to this avatar for this context, write a landing page for this context, write for this target avatar, write an email for this avatar, this, this, and that. And so you're using ChatGPT to create the avatar and then feeding that back into the machine to write incredibly specific copy for that target avatar. So when you're going through this whole end-to-end -end process, pretty big thing that you're undertaking, what are still some of the shortcomings of the quality of content of the AI? Do you ever have to go in after and say, yeah, this is okay, but I need to do this to take it to the next level? Are those are there shortcomings that yes. still come up? Yeah, absolutely. Nobody should look at the output of ChatGPT and say, zing, this is it. No problems with this at all. And of course, that comes with iteration and experience. Copywriters, especially who have been really good at what they're doing for a long time, can look at that output and say, this isn't going to cut, the this isn't going to do it for me. But this is what differentiates, in my perspective, the good from the great when it comes to using ChatGPT. A lot of people will walk away and say, good enough, I don't like it. The best people will say, this needs to be better with XYZ reason. Now ChatGPT, make it better according to those instructions. <clears throat> uh, or just edit it yourself, right? Just make a little bit of changes. Sometimes it's really close to being great. One thing that I've, I actually have never heard anyone talk about, I'm curious if you have insights on this. Within ChatGPT, how do you actually organize your thoughts in there? Because right now mine looks like a thousand completely different conversations and I have a very hard time going back and finding anything. Do you have any like method to the madness for that or is it still just an unorganized yeah. mess? Yeah, it's definitely, I think the biggest advancement that ChatGPT can make in its UI is search ability. So that's definitely been a missing point. Up until recent updates, I was using a Chrome extension. I think a lot of people have heard of AI PRM, but I'm not a huge fan of that one. And I'm just looking here. There is, yeah, I, a Chrome extension called Superpower for ChatGPT that will look at your entire conversation history and allow you to search the chat history. And that makes it a little bit easier to go through. With all these Chrome extensions, they come with a bit of their limitations. Sometimes the UI is annoying, so I will turn these off and on. If I do find myself coming back to something frequently or I'm looking for it again, I'll just save the URL and put it with my notes that are relevant to this because the URL for the conversation is unique, so you can always come back to it. One last thing I will say, let's say you create like a really great process for a use case, let's say a landing page. Again, like as I've said before, you need to give ChatGPT context. So one of my favorite ways to do that is say, I want to build a landing page. Tell me about 
what a great landing page should include. And you could give it a framework that you like. There's lots of copywriters out there. You could say, hey, this is a framework. How do you make that landing page? And I'll spit something out. And then you can say, okay, for my use case, what sections should be included in this landing page? Now you've got all that context. You say, all right, write it for this target audience for this product. You can come back to that conversation, edit the prompt that you gave it, reuse it, or like make it for a different context and hit it again. And now you can flip back and forth between all the different contexts that you gave it, but still have all of that. What does a great landing page look like? And so I have some conversations that have 20 different branches because I just keep coming back to it and doing it like that. Yeah, I think that's a healthy way of looking at it. Like a conversation is like a template or it's a framework that you can keep feeding different topics or things in. Mm -hmm. and, and then it's more like, this is how you should format things. This is how you should think through things. I need to do a better job of that. So for you personally, when we're talking about using ChatGPT, you obviously have a lot of marketing use cases for this. Personally, how are you using this to scale whatever you're learning personally or whatever you're doing personally on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, that's a phenomenal question. Learning is something that is so important to us as humans, right? We always we should all want personal growth because it's what excites us, keeps us our brain active. But for me, being busy as I am, learning new things comes with a lot of time commitment. But let's say there's something I do want to learn about. It's on YouTube. Then I don't want to sit there for an hour and watch something. I What I will do now is grab the transcript from that YouTube video in 15-minute chunks. That's about the max it can take. Put it into ChatGPT. I say, summarize this video for me. Give me the key takeaways. And I, until I have, like, let's say it's an hour, I've got the entire thing in there. Now, what I can do to accelerate my learning is not just read those takeaways, but obviously I'm going to have some questions. You don't just read the takeaways and say, yeah, I get it. You should have a dialogue, right? Now I can use ChatGPT to have a dialogue with the knowledge that this person has imparted in their YouTube video, right? How do they go about this? How do they think about that? And so that accelerates my learning tremendously, whether it's for marketing, for personal use, for traveling. There's all sorts of things that I can learn far more quickly to yeah, accelerate my learning. And you can do the same with articles. Put an entire article in there and have a conversation with ChatGPT about that article. What does the retention side of that information look like? Because AI is really good at feeding you new things, letting you ask those questions like you mentioned, but then there's mm -hmm. still the business of retaining it and coming back to it. Do you have any thoughts on that? It goes back to what we were saying earlier is like trying to go back to that conversation. Typically, when I want to learn something, I already have a use case in mind, right? I'm learning about something and say, okay, how do I do this? And then use ChatGPT to now go ahead and build that use case. For example, we all have at times, you know, communication that we have to do that is challenging. And I don't always know how to go about it best, right? So I might find, I might use ChatGPT, even use their new web browsing capability and say, find three or four articles that discuss how to overcome this difficult communication topic. Could be with a client, could be with a partner, could be with a friend, whatever. It does the research for you. Try to ask ChatGPT in the most non-biased way possible and then use that information that it comes up with to help you develop the email or whatever that you want to communicate so that you can get the most out of it. If you're going to retain that in your head is questionable, but you can always come back to that conversation again and review and try again.
just like with anything, if we don't use it, it's not going to stick. So you got to use it a couple times before something like that's going to stick. So up until this point, we've talked about how you're mostly manually using it, but there's this whole other world that people can get into now with automation. Hmm. You're able to use ChatGPT without even having to go in and actually initiate yourself. So talking Zapier plus ChatGPT or make.com or whatever other automation platform you want to use to integrate with OpenAI. What are those, what are maybe the few top three key automations you have set up with ChatGPT for your workflow right now? Yeah, absolutely. We only have access to these new tools for a couple of weeks now. So it's so in the early phases, but there are two ways that we can use Zapier and ChatGPT together right now. One, you can install or enable the Zapier plugin directly in ChatGPT and start building workflows from there. So for example, you could draft emails, send Slack messages from ChatGPT, write blog posts in ChatGPT, and then use a workflow to get it into a Google Doc for an editor to review or send it over directly to WordPress with images that are created with Dolly. So you can set up those workflows entirely. So that's the side that I haven't really experimented with yet, but I'm very interested to start trying. The second use case is setting up your Zaps, your Zapiers directly into the Zapier platform with whatever trigger you want, and then start to build ChatGPT actions with that. So for those who don't know Zapier, it's a bit of a something needs to be triggered, then something happens, and you can add multiple actions to that. So ChatGPT is an action in there and you could basically give it any prompt and it will respond. You can link multiple chats in a row and it will work out together as one conversation. And then you could also use OpenAI directly for transcripting, translating, creating images and all sorts of use cases. So where I've used it so far is, let's say I get an email from a client, it's a new request. I can forward the email to a specific email address. And from there, Zapier and ChatGPT will create a to-do list, questions that need to be asked to clarify, and then put it into Airtable, which is my project management tool. So that's one use case. Another I have is from my Airtable, which I also use for SEO and keyword research, or I have like all my blog ideas. If I set it to a certain status, Now ChatGPT with Zapier will write the title, the outline, and start to write it and create that first draft for me from which I can then take it to the next level. So for both those use cases, what does the quality look like at the jump? So maybe we focus on the task list first. So if it's pulling from a conversation, from an email, and then it translates it into an action action item list or to-do list, and then it goes into Airtable, Do those tasks usually look like what they're supposed to, or do you have to do some formatting usually? What I'll have the output from ChatGPT is to put it into the task description. And from there, either myself or somebody on my team will go, okay, now these are the actual tasks that need to be done. That might not have been so clear from the email. So there's still a little bit of manual work to be done, but it's we're taking leaps in how much brain processing and time is actually needed. Are there any other automations that are not 100% easy or possible right now, but that you really hope will come in the future, like things that you've already thought you want to do, but maybe they're just not totally possible yet? Yeah, the blog idea is not totally panning out the way that I want it to right now. 
I know that people are coding with OpenAI to make this process happen, but again, my skill set's not there. So Zapier is a great alternative right now. And so it's the same for anybody who has no code. But I do think that more is possible there, and there's going to be lots of different applications to use Zapier. For example, something I'm also interested to try out, and I haven't done it yet, might work very well, is to, let's say I publish a blog on WordPress that ChatGPT grabs that with Zapier right away and makes it into four or five distinct LinkedIn posts and then puts them right into my scheduling tool to go out on social media. Got it. So for people that may not be super familiar with setting up automations, I know that's more kind of a visual thing to do, but I'd still, if you wouldn't mind just walking through that, the project management use case in particular is interesting. What does that look like? Just breaking it down into steps of do this, then do this, and the automation will work. How do you, how would you describe that process? Definitely. I will say for those who are less familiar with Zapier, I, for example, they've now built an integrated ChatGPT into Zapier where you can tell Zapier what you want the automation to be, and it will actually build it out for you automatically. So that already makes the step a lot easier for people who might not be familiar with it. But from my end with the task management process, here's how I went about it. And it's really simple. It's just three steps, which is set up a forwarding address. And that could be very simple. If you're using a Gmail based account, you can do, you know, your name plus Airtable or Zapier and then at your domain. So basically you're forwarding it to yourself. That's a trigger. Chat GPT would be the next step. So the prompts would likely be something like review this email or pretend you're a project manager, review this email, list out all of the clear steps and any additional context that is needed to complete this task, right? So it'll create that output. And then next I'm putting in an action point for whatever my project management tool is. For me, it's Airtable. And I'll say, make a new row in this table, assign it to me and write in a next action item immediately, which is review this task and assign it to the right person. And that's my process right now. Awesome. Yeah, that's crystal clear and honestly, super powerful. Just without even having to think through things, it's automatically telling you what your next steps are, what to do. I think that's a powerful automation. For my final little question here, more around marketing strategy as a whole, and then we'll get out of here. We'll stop the recording. <laughs> but if you're thinking through something as big as developing a marketing strategy, there's so many things that go into that. Kind of feeds back to the conversation we were having earlier about market research. But if you're looking at a strategy for a client and they have a lot of things they want to do, what are some of the prompts that you're using or how are you breaking that into parts to use AI to inform your marketing strategy that you're building? I will say definitely that without the experience of marketing, or at least that's how I feel right now, ChatGPT can tell you a whole lot of stuff and you can try it out and it might, you, know, you have no context whether this is going to work or not, right? If ChatGPT tells you to post hundreds of posts every day on social media, on your LinkedIn to grow your audience, that's not really great advice. So always take things with a grain of salt. To your point about the market research, if I want to onboard a new client and we're talking about what they want to accomplish, I'm going to have a conversation with them, right? On, on Meet or Google Meet, Zoom, whatever. Make sure you transcribe that conversation. You can use any tools or you could just record it and then put it through a transcription tool later and then feed that into OpenAI or into ChatGPT to get your summary and also get really clear ideas of 
what this client wants, what they need, and get some idea of what they're already doing and make sure that you're already getting the input for how you can, or ask questions about how you think you're going to accomplish this. Now you can use this again to get a base point, get all the different action items, all the different things that you can do, and then feed that into ChatGPT. Maybe I should build like a Zapier automation around this, right? But uh, to automate these conversations. But anyway, to then ask ChatGPT to say, hey, we want to create a SEO pillar strategy around this subject. Here are all of the keyword topics that I've already researched that are related to this. Make a pillar strategy with pillar groups and the keywords that go together with that based off of search intent and what this information is about. And it will fit out a pillar strategy with 50 different blogs that's highly irrelevant and you can iterate on that. And then that's the basis for your SEO strategy for this new client. You can do the same thing. Let's say you're marketing an event. Ask ChatGPT to help you build this marketing strategy for marketing this event and give it more context. Tell it what we're already doing. Say what the event is called, when it's going to happen. And it, all of that stuff will be spit out, but it will help you build a timeline like and break all of those tasks down. And that is a thinking partner that, you know, up until October of 2022, we just didn't have available to all of us. And now it's there, ready to help you build a strategy, ready to help you build a timeline. And all you got to do is take it, put it in your project management tool and start running. 